good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And let's start off with the first story of the day. Contestant accused of flag abuse. Police action has been sought against Miss Universe Thailand, Anchalee Scott Kemets, for standing on what looks like a Thai flag in a picture featured on the pageant organizer's website. The action was filed with Police General Samran, Commissioner of the Metropolitan Police Bureau, via the Bureau's office by Santia Sawadi, a former advisor to the House Committee on Law, Justice and Human Rights, on Tuesday. Mr. Santia accused Anchalee of breaching the 1970 Flag Act and the PM's office announcement banning the use of national flags for commercial purposes. The picture, which depicts the beauty queen striking a pose on painted stripes resembling the colours of the national flag, was released online in a promotional campaign before Anjali competes in the 70th Miss Universe pageant in Israel on December 12th. Mr. Santia said he wanted the MBP to investigate the alleged abuse of the flag so as not to set a bad example for young people, as Anjali has a large following on social media. He said the reigning Miss Universe Thailand may be unaware that standing on a national flag is deemed inappropriate. He was curious to know if the pageant had secured prior permission from the PM's office and using the image of the flag for the picture. He insisted he would not be seeking any jail terms but was merely taking measures to protect the prestige of the national flag. Meanwhile, Deke Kitiwanian, head of the Panay Klai Tuk Lawyers Network, said offences against the national flag carry a maximum jail term of two years, a fine of up to 40,000 baht, or both. However, he did not think Anshali would be held criminally accountable as she does not appear to have any ill intentions. So it seems to me there's a couple of guys who have a whole lot of time and way too much time on their hands. If he's so concerned about the flag being used and whether or not it's had prior permission to use it, then take it out of the Miss Universe competition. No Thai flag to be shown, even if she wins. No Thai flag to be on display. And hopefully that will make him very happy. But again, another kind of a dinosaur type. I've seen the picture. I don't think she's doing anything really too wrong. And to be quite frank and honest about you, it just seems like a guy with way too much time on hands who needs to get a hobby. And next up, Thailand had over 20,000 foreign visitors in October after gradual reopening. Thailand welcomed 20,272 foreign tourists in October, up from the 1,201 foreign arrivals in the same period a year earlier, government data showed, due to a pilot tourism program on the island of Phuket and Samui. The scheme was launched ahead of the country's wider quarantine-free reopening on November 1, aimed at restarting the important tourism sector that has been devastated by the coronavirus pandemic. In the January to October period, there were 106,117 foreign tourists, but still a sharp drop from the 6.7 million recorded in early 2020 before strict entry restrictions were imposed in a bid to curb infections. The planning agency predicted that there would be only 200,000 foreign tourists this year and 5 million visitors next year. That compared with 40 million visitors who spent 1.91 trillion baht in 2019. Now, I think this figure of 200,000 for the remainder of the year, kind of from November 1st to the 31st, is a lot more realistic. 
And judging by the numbers that are currently entering Thailand, I think they're probably going to hit around that. It's nothing too spectacular. A little busier, certainly around the country. 5 million next year, I think that is a huge drop from the 40 million. Certainly not what TAT have been predicting, which is about 20 million. So I'm wondering who could be right in this whole kind of analysis of things. The Tourism Authority of Thailand, as I said, they're talking about 20 million. And the, the planning agency are talking about only 5 million. Now, we all know that Tourism Authority of Thailand normally talk and boast and predict way over whatever actually happens. So we could probably say probably about 5 to 10 million would be a good year for Thailand based on the pandemic, what's going on around the world as well. So we're just going to have to see. I think tourism right now is in a very, very delicate stage. We're looking at lockdowns occurring in Europe again, infections rising in you know western countries you know in europe america and other parts of the world and then in thailand you have the reopening and a kind it's nearly as if it's just bad luck for thailand that they've opened on november 1 while the rest of the world seems to be entering lockdowns again and yes it will certainly affect the arrival numbers here in thailand and i suspect we're talking about a real high season something decent probably november 2022 so next year we're going to see a gradual increase over the next few months then we'll have low season coming in again and then hopefully a new high season and hopefully by then all these kind of restrictions will be gone and we'll be able to freely enter and leave thailand which has to be the end game for all of this but i'd love to know what you think about it where do you see tourism in this country going in thailand and in your own country what is tourism like there right now is it busy are people traveling whether it's domestic travelers you know staycations or international travelers no matter where you are in the world i'd be very interested in knowing what the tourism market is where you are right now and and please do leave it down below in the comments section i do read nearly all the comments i don't get a chance to obviously reply to a lot of them but i do my best from time to time but i love reading your comments in relation to your own country your own experiences and I, I think it's very good to educate yourself on what goes on around the world as well. So please do share. And moving along, face mask finds clarified. The Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration, the CCSA, has confirmed the first time offences for not wearing a face mask in public areas is to be no more than 1,000 baht. The announcement followed concerns aired online after it was announced that the maximum fine for not wearing a mask in public areas was 20,000 baht. The announcement came during the CCS press conference earlier during the week. Many foreign visitors were not wearing face masks and gathering in groups, said the CCSA spokeswoman. Not wearing face masks while in public areas or when joining group activities was a violation of COVID-19 disease control regulations, she said. Foreigners will be prosecuted if they fail to comply, she added. Natapanu Napakun, Deputy Director General of the Department of Information and Deputy Spokesman of the Foreign Affairs Ministry, confirmed the same warning in the English language presentation of key points from the CCSA meeting yesterday. Under the the Disease Control Act, you are required to always wear masks while you're in public spaces or while doing activities in groups, he added. There is a maximum fine of 20,000 baht for failing to do so, he repeated. However, Dr. Apisamai and Mr. Natapanu in their presentation made no mention of incremental increasing fines for repeat offences. By this afternoon, however, the CCSA posted another notice explaining the incremental fines as follows. A first-time offence would be no more than 1,000 baht. A second time offence would be more than 1,000 but not more than 10,000 and a third time offence would be more than 10,000 but not more than 20,000. In a report last Friday, the Patong mayor in Phuket had already expressed concern about foreigners not wearing face masks while in public areas in Patong. 
the mayor said on Friday and issued a notice specifically asking foreigners in Patong to wear face masks at all times, not just for Loi Katong. The notice followed concerns being raised by local residents over tourists arriving under the test-and-go entry requirements not complying with COVID-19 prevention measures. However, it was noted that although it has been months since reports of officials fining people for not wearing face masks while in public, the provincial order remained in effect. The maximum fine in Phuket is 20,000 baht. The same order is in effect nationwide. Prime Minister Prayachanacha was fined 6,000 in January for not wearing a face mask at a meeting. PM Prayat later clarified that 20,000 baht was the maximum fine. Initial fines are to be lower, gradually increasing with a repeat offences, he said. Now, I have seen this to be a problem currently in Thailand and it seems to be growing as more tourists come into the country and for people arriving here it is worth noting that you are required to wear a face mask. Now you may not like it, it may be against your human nature, it may be against everything you stand for but this is the law of this country and if you're coming to vacation here then it's on you to follow the law. Thailand are pretty serious about it though I, would, as I've noted in other shows there are Thais who also don't but this seems to be mainly in tourist areas that this has happened. And of course, what will happen is, as soon as there's an outbreak of COVID, it'll be blamed on the foreigners for not wearing the masks. And the people living here and, you know, the tourists coming in will be vilified. And the finger will be pointed, these guys weren't wearing face masks. This is the reason we have another outbreak. And it is coming and it's bound to happen. So for tourists who do arrive, please wear your mask when you're in a shopping center, when you're in a confined area. If you're on the beach, no big deal. Nobody's really asking you to wear a mask. You know, if you're staying at a hotel and you come up to reception desk, have your mask on. Don't get annoyed with staff when they ask you to put your mask on and scream and shout at them. It's absolutely ridiculous. I have two reports from friends of mine who are in the hotel business who literally have tourists screaming at staff when they're being asked to put your mask on, please, when they're standing at the front desk and stuff like this. And it's not really on. If you're coming on holiday here, you have to remember you signed up for the Thailand Pass. You clicked all the little buttons saying you'll follow the rules and regulations. And you're coming under that premise. If you do come, don't make a big deal about it. Enjoy your holiday. Wear your mask when you're indoors. You're protecting yourself. You're protecting others. You're following the rules and regulations. And everything will be great. You'll have a much better holiday. You'll be welcomed a lot more by the local population. And really, I I think it's just courtesy when you come to another country to follow the rules and regulations that they have set out and especially when it comes to COVID and the pandemic and the fear that Thai people have of it and that's just my little bit of advice you can either agree with me you can either disagree with me but that's how I feel about it right now because I see what's going on around me and I do see Thai people getting very annoyed about it and we don't want things to happen because of it let's just all get on together as I said follow the rules and I think there's going to be no real issues then after that. And moving swiftly along, Thailand's reopening proves to be a massive success. The third phase of the We Travel Together government subsidy has proved to be a huge success, generating up to 5.19 billion baht for the tourism industry since it was launched in October. The government spokesman Tanakorn Wambunganchana said on Tuesday that 909,937 people had registered for the scheme and 1.3 million rooms in 4,113 hotels have been reserved so far. As of Sunday, people had spent 4.75 billion baht on hotel rooms under the scheme and another 435.6 million baht on discount vouchers for restaurants 
tourist attractions, spas, massage parlours and other of the like, especially during the Loikatan weekend. Between November 19th and 21, the hotel occupancy rate rose to 50% in many areas and to between 80 and 90% in provinces adjacent to Bangkok. Tanakorn said that between November 1 and 21, 85,608 foreigners have landed in Thailand, 239,115 have registered for the Thailand Pass, and 186,836 have been approved. Most of the tourists are from the US, UK, Germany, Russia and France. He added that the number of new COVID infections dropping to less than 7,000 per day indicates that Thailand is heading down the right path in disease control and economic recovery. He said this will also boost confidence among travellers. Tanakorn added that Prime Minister Prayachanacha has ordered the reopening of more provinces that have implemented prevention measures. Pride recently met provincial authorities, disease prevention officials and business operators in the northeast to discuss the reopening of provinces in this region. As the first phase of reopening, 17 blue zone provinces from November 1 have proved to be successful. The government is planning to open another 16 between December 1 and 31. If the situation remains under control, the government will reopen another 12 from January 1st onwards, Tanakorn said. Now, for people who are wondering what the We Travel Together subsidy program is, it's basically a travel incentive program for Thai citizens to travel domestically here in Thailand. The government pays 40% of the room rate, while the guest pays remaining 60%. And you also get vouchers for midweek stay where you can spend it on food, beverages, tours, massage parlors and whatnot. And they'll pay 40% of that and you pay the other 60%. It goes through an app where the money is stored and you don't get to keep the money, by the way. You either spend it or you lose it. Basically, that's how it works. And it is very successful over public holidays. Now, midweek It doesn't really have much much traction, but when you have a government holiday, a public holiday, a national holiday, whatever it may be, you do see a lot of Thais traveling and they do use this program because, yes, they're getting nearly half of the room rate paid for them. So, yes, it definitely does boost tourism and I've seen it firsthand. It, it, It works. And I'm just curious, in your own country, wherever you are right now, does your government have any kind of travel incentive schemes for domestic travel? I'd be interested in knowing. I know that Ireland did have for a while, but I'm wondering about other countries around there. Now, the Prime Minister also now talks about opening up other areas, but that's a bit of a strange one because if you come into test and go, all these areas are already accessible to you. So who are they opening up to? Sandboxers? I don't know if people are going to the areas that he'll be talking about as a sandbox for a week. That wouldn't really make much sense. I think this is more a way to try and make it feel like they're doing more when they're not really doing more. The country's open in essence if you're willing to jump through the hoops, arrive, do your PCR test, test negative then you can go wherever you want so i'm not really sure what that's about it seems like they're just trying to make it sound like they're doing more to reopen when i I don't think they really are i think this thailand pass is going to be around for quite a while so i think we're just going to have to get used to it if we want to travel in and out of thailand and some news about uh, the Thai Immigration announces further extension of the COVID extension. The Thai Immigration Bureau has announced that foreigners who remain in Thailand due to the COVID-19 situation have until almost the end of January next year to extend their stay permission to remain in the country. It was expected that the so-called COVID extension would no longer be available with Thailand and other countries starting to reopen their borders to tourists. But according to a new order dated the 23rd of November, foreigners can apply for a COVID-19 extension on 
until the 25th of January 2022. As this is a 60-day extension, it essentially grants stay in the country until the 26th of March 2022. The order will once again be welcomed by those people who remain in Thailand due to COVID-19 and need to or want to stay longer. Anyone whose temporary extension was due to expire are advised to visit their local immigration office for a further extension. It will cost you 1,900 baht. However, there is a new clause that says officials must be stricter in order to make sure foreigners are not abusing the system. So just a little bit of information for people who have been stuck here or have not been able to get a visa because, you know, it's difficult to get out of Thailand, that you def- you can extend your visa now until mid-March. But that bit at the end could be used by some cranky immigration offers to deny you that. So expect maybe questions like, why can't you go home? What's the problem with going home? Oh, they've got flights there. When do you plan to go home and stuff like this? So this still could be asked of people who have been stuck here. Just a little bit of information for you out there. But you could go in and they could be the happiest people in the world. They'll take your 1,900 baht and stamp you for another two or three months. So hopefully it works out for you. And moving along, musicians' plea to reopen nightlife falls on deaf ears. Daily News reported on controversy surrounding the visit to government house of a group of nighttime performers who want to get back to work. The musicians found their way blocked and were unable to present PM Pride Pranacha with their grievances and demanded to reopen the pubs and bars in Thailand. This caused much adverse comment against the Prime Minister for putting up a wall between him and the people. Spokesman Tanakorn Wambungunchana was quick to say after a cabinet meeting yesterday that Pryat was aware of the musician's attempt to see him. He said the Prime Minister had instructed the CCSA to investigate ways to get the nighttime sector up and running, again according to COVID protocols. I cry BS on all of this. Now I've seen videos of Phuket, okay, open, nightclubs, open, filled to the brim with people not a single mask to be seen no food being served nightclub dj pumping out music and packed so they're only being very selective where they're allowing to be open probably to do with money payoffs who knows but places like patia are still shut and people can't earn a living can't make a bit of money to feed their families look after their families their relatives or whatever they need to do and it's an absolute disgrace i would love for somebody in the government to explain how bangkok and phuket and samui can have bars serving food and drinks open but patia is not allowed what is the reasoning behind it and they should come out and clearly state why they cannot. And I think that would be a very important step to people to know exactly why they refuse to let bars, restaurants in Pattaya reopen. And I think they have a responsibility to tell people whose businesses are going down the drain and to employees who have no money and are starving why they continue to do this. And next up, senior Thai officials to get taxpayer-funded iPhones. Thailand's Secretariat of the Cabinet has allocated some 2.6 million of taxpayers' money to buy 111 iPhones for its high-ranking officials, citing efficiency and good governance, but attracting considerable public criticism as well. Prime Minister Prayachanacha, who is eligible to receive one as head of the Cabinet, has foregone this particular privilege. After the procurement document went viral and drew criticism on Tuesday, an advisor at the Prime Minister's office explained that smartphones issued 
to the office's executive are due to be changed, hence the purchase. The quoted price is also lower than the market price, the advisor said. The procured iPhone 12s came in two capacities, 64GB for lower ranking officials and 128GB for those holding higher positions. According to the leaked procurement document, the iPhones are intended to help ensure efficiency in public administration and enhance speed in accordance with the principle of good governance. The iPhone 12s are to replace the executive smartphones procured in 2007, the document read. Well, look at that. Some nice iPhones for the government officials to make sure they can be more efficient. I wonder how they're going to use these phones to be more efficient. Line apps, Candy Crush Saga, more games, who knows. But uh, seems like an awful waste of money for a phone that you would question is really going to make them more efficient. And finally, the Phuket news. Power outage to affect Cape Yamu. The Tanang office of the Provincial Electric Authority has announced a power outage along Cape Yamu tomorrow, November 25th, as workers carry out repairs and maintenance to high voltage power lines in the area. Another Phuket bridge jump prevented. Police confirmed today that they were able to successfully dissuade a young man from taking his own life by jumping from the Saracen Bridge late last night. And finally, police street racing crackdown nets hundreds. Provincial Police Region 8 have announced the seizure of 165 motorcycles and 192 arrests for gun-related offences in an anti-crime campaign earlier this month. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.